You're listening to The Powerful Creator Show with your host, Cheryl Sosnowski. If you can conceive it and believe it, you can achieve it. And now, here's your host, Cheryl Sosnowski. Well, good morning, Magdalena. Thank you for joining me all the way from across the world. <laughs> Hello. All right. Before we get started, I'm so excited to talk to you because you're a musician, which is my favorite thing in the world is music. So I love that so much and I can't wait to talk to you. So before we get started, my first question that I love to ask everybody who comes on the show is what it means to you to be a powerful creator. Well, it's, it's a very um, interesting topic because I think that uh, in my case, but I believe in many other people's cases, there is a moment when you need to claim it. Mm. And I think that it happened to me gradually. Uh, I've been graduated from, from uh, music uh, college, then music university. Uh, then I had a band and I was performing, but I still wasn't a powerful creator. Uh, till the time when I lost it completely, and I was not writing, uh, I lost my all inspiration and I thought I will never do it again. Mm. And then I realized that without it, I am not happy. I, I, am, I don't feel the purpose in my life. Uh, so on some amazing level, I just asked the universe and it was literally that. I had a beautiful healing, shamanic healing session and, and I asked for that gift to, to get back if it is for the benefit of me and others. And it started to return. And gradually the music started to come back and the songs started to come back because I, I write songs predominantly. Um, and they started to come and they started to call and they started to heal me. And uh, they became very, very powerful tool for my own transformation. Uh, obviously they reflected my journey and they reflected my contemplations, but also kind of yeah observation of the world and observations of others how they dealing with different things um and it came to the point when i just claimed that i am a creator that i'm an artist um and from that moment it really stopped to be to be a case of chasing for fame or chasing for success or, or chasing to be recognized because suddenly you realize that i am already and I think that this is the moment from where everything can start and it can get to the divine level of, of recognition when uh, it needs to be. But it doesn't mean that one creator is more powerful over other creator. I think that it comes to the point that all of us create and give and share something to the world and and we are enrich enriching the world i would say because the world you know uh could exist without music or without art you could say yeah you know we need bread and water mm. but how poor <laughs> and how flat <laughs> the mm. world would be without sound and music and and colors and art you know or dance and movement um, you could survive, but not really enjoy life. And this is how I see my creation is enrichment. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. There's so much in what you just said that just gave me goosebumps and that I am so on the same page with you. And um, two of those, let's go back to what you said closest right now, which is about the expressing ourselves through art and that creative expression and you know having a world that exists without music and color and dance and and honestly i don't think that's possible because the ocean dances and the world is full of color and it's and animals sing so there's nothing there's no way that we as humans could not express that and to envision a world like that is just awful <laughs> to think of humans not doing that right and so yeah. I would love for you yeah. to talk about, um, I wrote down what you said earlier about the, the difference of chasing something to being something, being a creator. Yeah. And I would love for you to dive a little bit deeper as a creative person, which we're all creators, but you are actually operating in a creative field. Um, what that means, that chasing to being, let's talk about that a little bit. Well, it's a huge difference. Uh, chasing is quite exhausting and and actually uh, depleting um, and also disappointing. Mm -hmm. Even if you get somewhere, then you need to start chasing again another level or another person or another label uh, or name it. Mm -hmm. So it can, be, it can be exhausting. I found myself in that chasing mode. However, I wasn't chasing. I gave up. <laughs> ah. So I was, I was dreaming about it and thinking that I could do it and recognizing that I have a gift um, but then the competition um, and uh, nature of the of the show business uh, completely discouraged me mm. to actually to become. Um, so I think that was my my kind of escapism. I just I stopped doing it, and it just was convenient uh, because then oh maybe I wasn't good enough. You know, and, and there's plenty of others who are better. Uh, but then there's a realization that um, this is the gift and it is like burying it under, under, the, the, under the earth and it's not using it and it's not sharing it. I couldn't say that I, not complete, I didn't completely share it because um, um, I put that energy into, into teaching and I was teaching uh, music classes for parents and children. Mm. Um, so it, it, so I've been using the, 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 the creativity, uh, in my work yet it came to the point that I just could not use other people's programs and other people's songs. It's like, uh, there's a, there's a well of songs, which I can start sharing. And actually, to be honest, it started with the children's songs. Mm -hmm. I needed to overcome lots of, lots of different obstacles in, in that, um, creative field because my first language is Polish. I'm Polish um, and then English is my second language and it I didn't really get it till uh, I was much older so um, for many many years I was never good enough I was never good enough I was good but I didn't speak well I couldn't write well so I gained a huge list of uses of not doing it <laughs> mm -hmm. because I'm not good enough and everybody here that I, I don't pronounce things correctly and I was shy and didn't want to be in a, in a being visible really but then it came to the point like if I as I said before if I don't do it then then what I'm here for you know what is my purpose and and I just I am not a nine to five working office person I I, I just 
cannot do it. I need I need quite a lot of freedom, and I need that expressive and expressive part of me to be alive. And since I started to recognize that in myself, um, then everything started to flow much better. You you become you become an artist, not for anybody else, but for yourself. It's an interesting thing. And then funny enough, you know, through the medium, yeah, like, you know, like social media, social media and so on and so on, you create your image, which I find quite fascinating because really I created my image. Um, I still didn't get to any level of recognition which I would like to, but nevertheless, in my community, I became an artist mm. and I thought that it needs to be the other way around that people need to call you so then you become mm. and I'm the proof that it's a completely different way you claiming it first you calling yourself an artist musician singer creator and then suddenly uh, people look at what you do and what you say and what you do and they say oh right that's a great song or this oh wow your lyrics are just amazing it's like okay Right. <laughs> I chose the right path, it seems. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm so in love with what you just said about claiming it. And when you claim it, that it, it's like a, an energetic shift that happens, I think, not only in yourself, but in the universe. Yeah. You, did you experience that, that energetic feeling, that shift? Yeah. Feeling? Yeah. Well, I mean, the universe is gifting me with many, many uh, unexpected gifts mm. and literally um, uh, uh, giving me the answers. Mm. And uh, I will give you a beautiful, very simple and very funny example. A couple of years ago, I said, you know, when I started to claim that, that gift, I said, I would like to spread my wings. Yeah, that's lovely say, saying, I want to spread my wings. Mm. And few years later, I look back and I look forward and then my friend said, oh my Glenna, you need a band. And I said, oh, I know that my songs need a band, but yeah, but we can create a band for you. You have a band, you have us. And then they created a name and the name is Maglena and the Mystical Birds. And my outfit is with feathers and spreading the wings. <laughs> It's that simple, you know? And I said, okay, now I'm going to say universe, I really want to perform on a big stage for an amazing uh, audience who will be ready to receive what I want to share. And I just said, okay, I need to be very precise what I'm asking for. The universe is asking me, just be precise. What do you want? You wanted to spread your wings? You have a spread wings on a photo. <laughs> I said, I want to spread my wings between people. You know, I was like, wow, but you asked for spreading your wings. Uh, so, Yeah. <laughs> It's a funny example, but something like that. I love that. That's exactly how it works. And you're exactly right about the being precise in your requests. <laughs> yeah, I'm still learning. You know, if I only knew it years and years back, I probably could, uh, mm. could ask for, for different things. But on the other hand, we need to be humble with that asking. Yes. Um, and it takes time. And maybe we will just see that actually we ask for few very important things in our life and we receive it and that's enough it doesn't have to be the list from now to miami you know <laughs> it's, right it's um it can be just few important things for us mm. rather than 
kind of grabbing and grabbing and I want more. <laughs> well, yeah. And that goes back to the chasing versus being. And when you're asking for things that are out of alignment with who you truly are and you're not standing in alignment of your gifts, then you create messes or you create what you don't really want. Yeah. And it's, it's not, um, it's almost like school or earth is like a manifestation school where we take over time. We learn how to practice being both in alignment. It's like the two things need to align your energy of who you are being in alignment with the truth of who you are and then learning how to create from that space. And like you said earlier, when you do get into that space, it feels like it just flows really way easier. Yeah. Can I talk to you and ask you about your process of songwriting? Oh, yes. I love this question. Um, well, it, um, there are different ways, I would say. Um, some songs have, are, are created, um, for example, I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, on Saturday, uh, I've been jamming, drumming with a couple of friends um, around a fire. And the rhythm is there, and there's this groove, that rhythm. And, and then suddenly the song comes, and the song starts to sing itself. Uh, and, and then uh, a friend starts to record it, and, and she sends it back to me. And I, I have it, and it's, it's captured. It's like, oh, it's actually quite nice. I think I would remember it, but not really, if I wouldn't capture it. So for me, generally, it's very important when the melody comes and the lyrics come. Sometimes they come together, sometimes not. It's to immediately to capture it. So I need a pen and paper or the recorder and to get it. Uh, it's like catching the butterflies. I call it the chasing butterflies process because they are so beautiful. They come to you, but they come for a very brief moment. Um, if I let the butterfly go, it will go and it will just leave the memory that it was there. So it's a little bit like dreaming. If you, if you wake up in the morning and you don't write down or, or memorize your dream, it will be gone. So then you know that you had a fantastic dream, but what was it about? I don't know. So songwriting for me is a little bit like that. I am more aware now when the songs are coming. Sometimes they're coming very often. Sometimes they come infrequently um sometimes they are triggered by some life situation and mostly they come as a kind of conflict mm. there is there will be something inside me which will be not in alignment or slightly angry or slightly disappointed or something like that and then the song will give me the antidote for that state mm. so then generally my songs have that um gift of transformation in them. And I think that if you actually analyze every single song, there will be that pattern. There will be something we linger over and, and we just don't know how to resolve. And then the music will give the resolution and the chorus, for example, will give the resolution or there will be some, some little summary at the end which will lift it up and just say, oh, don't worry, whatever. And um, so... Yeah, I, I love the process, but each song is very different. Um, and, and sometimes it takes literally two minutes. Uh, and sometimes I write a few verses and then come back to that after a few days. And sometimes I, I write the whole song and it is sitting in my, in my songbook. And three years later, I'm just going through the, through the pages. And it's like, oh, this is a song, but I completely don't remember 
how it goes. So I create a new melody and it's like, oh, I have a new song. <laughs> so yeah, it's surprising. Even the songs want to sing themselves when they want. <laughs> oh my goodness. What a beautiful gift. I really, I don't have that ability of songwriting. So I love hearing different creative abilities and I equate it to, it kind of sounds like the process for me when I'm painting that I feel like I, I never know I feel like when that creative, it's like an urge that arises and then it's almost like surfing and I just hop on the wave and see where it goes. And I have no idea what's going to happen or what's going to arrive. And when it does and I'm done and I take a step back, I'm oftentimes I just go, wow. Do you have that experience also? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's, it, it is a, it is a play. Mm. Uh, songwriting is very playful you play with the words mm. I mean that was one of my inhibition I wasn't ready because my um, language skill was not to the level of writing poetry mm. uh, I thought however I met then the other poet and she was a Russian lady uh, writing in English um, and she said oh what are you talking about y you know poetry is, is your own language it doesn't really matter if you make mistakes or if they are grammatically incorrect. If it sounds good, it's good. And then I, I was thinking, like, mm, interesting. And that was really a fantastic encouragement because I still make mistakes. I hope less and less. Um, and my friends sometimes correct it, sometimes they don't. And then after a year, I look for the lyrics. I said, but it really doesn't sound correct, does it? Say, no, but in your mouth, it does. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm taking you know, it. And I'm creating my own strand of English. Right. It's your <laughs> languaging and you're getting other people to sing it your way. Well, it is something like that. I mean, it, um, yeah, in, in disclaiming being, being a creator, for me, it was also claiming of being good enough. Mm, yes. You know, and, and then now from, now from that moment of good enough, you suddenly start claiming, I am good. And then you start claiming, I'm actually very good. And then it goes further and further. But it's, you cannot go from good enough to splendid and exquisite. However, my aim is that vibration of, of being exquisite. And, and it's like if, if somebody say, oh, this song is really it's exquisite, then I have goosebumps. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm not ready to say it yet myself. But if it comes, if, so, if somebody gets, it, it's the big kind of uh, word. And, and that's the version I would like to, to focus on and just to raise it up. <laughs> How to raise your vibration to exquisiteness. Yes. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Vibration of exquisiteness. And what does, that, <laughs> what does that exquisiteness look like to you? What does that mean when you say that? Well, it means that I think mostly it's unique, mm. uh, that it's, it's moving you. It, it, um, it, it touches some very deep level. Mm. We don't use that word on a daily basis that something is exquisite. Right. Um, uh, it's sophisticated. It's, it's a little bit, yeah, as I said, it's unusual. It's different. Um, it's, it has the aspect of curiosity as well. It's like, oh, I'm curious. What, what's next? What is, what more? Yeah, it's, yeah. 
It's a very, I, I love it. I love the words. Yeah, it's a tantalizing <laughs> word. It yes. really is. It is a very tantalizing word. It's a beautiful word. Um, oh, I think that you're exquisite. I, I can feel your creativity just oozing out of you. And I love this space of being a creator and not only, um, not only creating, let's, okay, so let's talk about creating artistically versus creating in the world and just being a creator, living your life as a creator. Do you see a difference there or do you see that your art and the way that you live artistically carries over into your daily life? Well, um, I would say that because probably of the gift of quite rich imagination, um, I am able to enrich my life through various things. This can be sometimes very simple, mm. but I would say, you know, I could often say that I had an amazing day, that I had a fantastic day. It could be just a barefoot walk in a field. It can be a swim in a cold, cold river. It doesn't have, it's, it's probably not going to, to Las Vegas. I've never been there. And I don't know if I ever been, will be, but it's that kind of um, creating opportunities for really enjoying life. And I think that I'm quite good at that. <laughs> Ooh, I am too. And, I, and you know what? That is a living exquisitively, that you're living an exquisitive life when you're, you find the joy that really exists all around you if you're present. Yeah. 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 What a gift. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It's, yeah. Especially, you know, this year is, is so bizarre and so different. And uh, uh, I've been stripped from many things I would like to do. You know, performing is, is out of the window and, and festivals and, and connection with people and so on and so on. But I couldn't say that I didn't fill that time and space with some exquisite time and and, and beautiful memories. Mm. So, um, so yeah, I, 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 there was lots of, lots of beauty in, in it all. And, I, but then it's completely, you could say that, yeah, I created that, that time sometimes with just myself and my notebook and my guitar. Mm. Uh, but that's enough. <laughs> Do you have your guitar near you? Would you be willing to play? Some I have a Hamadasima. I will show you how it looks like. Here's, can you see a little yes, bit? Yes, Hamadasima. So I'm going to place the camera somewhere here. Wait a second. Yeah. I tested it before and it worked. Oh, I'm going on that side. Okay. And see, see where I am. I should be, and I will go a little bit higher, a little bit higher, something like that. And now you should see me in that corner. Perfect. Let's see how it goes. Okay. So this is my Hamadasima. I play the guitar, I play the piano. Uh, piano is my first instrument. And I play this beautiful instrument. Uh, it's quite unusual, that's why I want to share it with you. And um, I would like to share the song. Uh, what was the title of the song? You see, I often don't remember the lyrics to my own songs, which is quite interesting. Um, title will come in a minute.
You see, this is one of the things. It's just writing lots of lovely songs, and then in that moment of of sharing, being completely blank. <laughs> Anyhow, this one of the song of the on my Hamadasma. I initially wrote it for the hand drum, mm. um, but I don't have a hand drum, so I adapted it to the Hamadasma. <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. That really, it brought, gave me goosebumps and brought tears to my eyes. That just was, ex that was exquisite. <laughs> it really was. You are, I, your voice is just beautiful and your soul is beautiful. Your energy is beautiful. You're just a beautiful human being. So grateful for you. Wow, you too. <laughs> oh, Magdalena. Oh my you know, God. it's just about, about as, as we started, about claiming that, that we are exquisite human beings. Mm. And, and often we just kind of jump into the pool of mediocrity. Mm -hmm. And this is accepted as the status quo, that, you know, that only some are exquisite and only some are special, only some are talented. And then we believe in it. It is like a belief system, isn't, isn't it, really? You believe that, okay, I'm not that talented. And then you are not. Simple like that. <laughs> it really is as simple as that. Don't buy into your BS. That's what I, your belief systems. <laughs> well, it's true. It's true. Expand, expand, expand. Oh, goodness, Magdalena. Will you tell people where they can find you? Yes, I have, a, I have a lovely website, uh, which is under my name, magdalenaatkinson.co.uk. I'm based in, in UK, and that's why the ending is UK. 
Um, uh, I'm on Facebook under Magdalena Atkinson Music and on Instagram is also Magdalena Atkinson Music. On the YouTube channel is also Magdalena Atkinson Music. Uh, so generally, there's some lovely videos and uh, with the dulcimer, with the guitar and also with my band. Uh, Magdalena and the Mystical Birds. We just launched the band on the 21st of March this year. So uh, we didn't fly high yet. <laughs> <laughs> but we are building up um, some music. We are, build, we are recording second album um, as we finish the first one. Uh, so when we actually be allowed to fly, hopefully we will have enough beauty to, to share and to encourage people to invite us and, and to share the joy of, of, of doing what we're doing. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Magdalena, one of my favorite things to do in this entire world is go to music festivals and I'm going to keep an eye out for you and your mystical birds. And I want to be in the audience when you are spreading your wings over all of us. You know, that would be amazing. So Cheryl, just, you know, privately or any of you who knows any places where we could apply and go, we are based in the UK, but, um, you know, things are, are possible. I believe that if something is for us, it already happened, then that uh, we need to just be in alignment with the timeline. Um, and I must say, I dream big about big stages. And so far this year, this is my stage, my bedroom. I played lots of concerts online from here. And it has been okay. It hasn't been maybe that exquisite, but well, today it was. <laughs> You know, you're practicing from your nest and you're going to be, I, I see it for you. I see you on a big stage and I see people just swaying and dancing and being touched by the vibration that you are bringing to this planet. And I, for one, deeply appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> Magdalena, so much. I will definitely post links to everywhere everyone can find you. And thank you for sharing your gifts with us today. Thank you. Thank you, Magdalena. <laughs> You've been listening to The Powerful Creator Show with Cheryl Sosnowski. Subscribe at iTunes or go to PowerfulCreatorShow.com and join our email list so you never miss a future episode. Have a powerfully creative day.